Welcome to Life Unedited, Working Women. This is our podcast where we talk about what drives us, what we've learned, and what inspires us. We are both working mothers, run our own businesses, and love to share it all with each other and you. We commiserate and laugh and curse a little, but we end up smarter and building camaraderie with each other and other boss women. Before we start today's episode of Life Unedited Working Women, we want to acknowledge that portions of our discussion may be distressing for some listeners. In this episode, we talk about suicide and the impact it can have on people we love. If you need to skip this episode, we totally understand and we support your decision. If you know someone who is at risk or if you're struggling with thoughts of suicide, Help is always available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255 or visit their webpage at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Welcome to Life Unedited Working Women, a podcast where we talk about what drives us, what we've learned, and what inspires us. We are both working mothers run our own businesses, and love to share it all with each other. We commiserate, laugh, and sometimes curse, but we end up smarter and building camaraderie with each other and other boss women. I'm Elisa McCabe, the owner at First Steps Financial. I'm Aisha Hamilton, the owner at the Hamilton Law Firm. And this week, Aisha and I are going to talk about things that happen to make your life go sideways. Both of us have had... uh, Life-changing experiences in the last couple of weeks, and um, we wanted everybody to know that these things happened to us too. So last week, my son uh, came up to me while I was on a call, and he's 24 years old, and he had tears in his eyes. And so, the you know, when your adult child is crying, you instantly go, what is this? And one of his friends had committed suicide. And it was totally unexpected and totally, and we knew him. It was like, it wasn't someone that he went to college with, which was just a name. It was really a good, good friend of his. And, you know, we, we knew him. We had spent graduation day with him. My whole, all my other kids know him. I mean, I don't know if everybody hasn't figured it out now. I have six kids and my son and, and, um, one of his brothers and his sister went to school together. So they had a lot of friends in common and they all hung out together and they had just been together two weeks ago with him. Oh gosh. So I, and the the stuff that hits your kids hits you the hardest. Oh, it does. There's, there's just no. And I, I at first thought, okay, like I'll, I'll just shut down for like an hour. It'll be okay. I'll get to my meetings this afternoon. Let me go talk with him. And the more I talked with him and the more I cried myself, I started saying, no, no, this day is over. This day is about my kids. And and it, it ended up like, you know, nobody lives at home anymore. And they all, they all came home. I mean, my daughter's in her last year of law school. She had classes. She had like two hours between classes. She ran home as fast as she could, you know, talked to everybody, got hugs and went back to class. And you know, everybody came together, but work stopped that day. And and that's I, not an often, it's not often that we allow ourselves to do that. Right? Yeah. Um, but, but I think you saw that your kids needed you. And it, and it's not often that we as working moms 
allow ourselves that luxury. And that, it's so funny you say that. I felt like it was a luxury. Right. I really, I so, which is terrible because it shouldn't be a luxury to comfort someone that you love and to be there for them, you know? Isn't that a necessity? Uh, That's a necessity. We define that just like I know you, Elisa, you never take time for yourself. Mm. We define taking a break on the weekends as a luxury. Wow, I didn't work this weekend, right? Or, oh my God, I think uh, that I went out to, di- you know, to dinner and drinks with friends. Oh, what a luxury. Yep. Like why is taking care of yourself, your own mental health or taking care of so- someone in your family that just really needs you in that moment? We perceive that as oh, as an extra, and it's, it's not a basic. And it's foolish because you know if we haven't learned anything from having a pandemic, a worldwide pandemic, it's right. that you know people are important, and our those relationships are really what's the most right. important. We spent a lot of time with our families in the last two years, so <laughs> those are important. Yeah. So, and something um, that's as tragic as this, right? We can't even wrap our heads around it, let alone your son losing his closest friend (sighs) to something that's tragic. And, and even if all he needed in that moment was a hug, I'm going to tell you a funny story because this is getting heavy. (laughs) (laughs) It was years and years ago, my son was six. And I, you know, I had my own business. And I know you've been in this situation where the cell phone rings and, and you're like, nope, I'm with a client. I'm not going to answer it. And the cell phone rings again. And again, I'm, I'm like, with the client? No, I'm not going to answer it. Finally, within like 30 seconds, it rings again. And I'm like, excuse me, I got to take this call. Let me just figure out what's going on. And it was literally, he was having, he'd run into a pole and knocked his two front teeth out. Oh. And it was the nurse calling oh saying, this is actually a big deal. Like yeah. you need to come get him. Oh my and, God. You know, to me, uh, in that moment, I was like, oh, I feel so bad. I'm, you know, I'm this client <laughs> is paying for my time and look at me, I'm being mom, right? Why is that? Why is that my reaction? Mom is the best job we're ever going to have. Right. It is. It's going to be the hardest and the best job. Yep. So, most you, challenging. The most challenging. So, you had some serious shit go down too. Yeah, so my my parents who live in India, actually early 70s, perfectly healthy, uh, never really had any sort of health issues in the span of like a few months, had some pretty serious health issues. And, you know, here I am, continents away, and I'm an only child. And we're a small family. uh, So there isn't like this huge network of relatives that you can count on in India. And so it's this situation of making you think about, well, how are you going to handle this? You know, and I've never had to think about that before because they're, they're young and healthy, right? So what's the big deal? But it was, it was good for me. It was a wake up call to realize if I need to get on a plane, I'm going to get on a plane. And And Alisa, Exactly. And and let me tell you, I think my favorite thing about you is every time we talk, you've got like a technology hack to share with me. (laughs) And I take notes on this stuff because this is how working moms make their lives work is with technology. It's totally true. It is because 
I want to be there for my kids when this shit right. goes down. I, right. I and I want to be there for the nowhere good, else you want to be. Yeah. And right. I want to be there for the good stuff too. So right. like when my grandson comes back to the United States, because he's not here in the United States right now, when he's back, I'm going to be there and there will be some sort of technology taking over something. <laughs> right. <laughs> they will have created the Elisa bot. There you go. Done. <laughs> and that will take care. That'll take care of it. I'm sorry. Right. That's what you guys will be getting because I will be <laughs> smelling my grandson. I will be Aww. snuggling right in his neck, smelling him. The poor thing. He'll be hopefully, hopefully. They'll be home soon. Oh. But yeah, I just, I thought it was uh, such an important thing to talk about. You and I talk about so many things and I don't want anyone to get the impression that we have it all together and our lives are perfect because they're far from it with, you know, having older parents, my parents are getting older, your parents are getting older, you know, just having kids and friends right. and a dog, something can happen. And right. you have to, you know, figure out a way of where that fits in and how you want your life to be and who you want to be to those people. I think it also makes you a better employer mm -hmm. when you start having to think about these issues because you're you're starting to then think about, okay, so if my team member needs something because an emergency has come up, I'm going to be a human being about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm not jumping to, well, how's the work going to get done? Mm -hmm. I will tell you that a lot of times when there is a hiccup in my schedule, because apparently I'm not good with change. So <laughs> if there is a change to my schedule, my immediate thought is, well, how's the work going to get done? How? Mm -hmm. And it always does get done. Right? Did you, I mean, did you think always that? Gets, uh, did you think that when, you know, your parents were yeah. coming to visit, did you go like, oh, like, yeah. was your first thought like, yay, mom and dad are coming? Or was it like, oh, I didn't get work done? No, my first thought was like, oh, fantastic. This is going to be great. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then my next thought was like, oh my God. So I need to look at my calendar mm -hmm. to, to figure out how to, and now because I'm, I'm stronger and I have a team around me figure out how to delegate, how to create follow-ups, because I won't sleep at night if it's delegated, right? <sighs> so I need the follow-ups. I need periodic check-ins. I need to know, I mean, you're the one who told me about Asana, right? Oh, so greatest thing checking ever. in with Asana to see, are the tasks being completed, doing the follow-up. So it's kicked me into like a managerial role <laughs> that I think I was going into kicking and screaming. And now I'm I'm feeling like I'm there. Mm -hmm. And so the more control I have over the situation, the better I feel about mm -hmm. saying, well, they're going to be here for two weeks. And this is important to me to be able to spend time with them. And I can carve out an hour every day to do some work, to check in, to follow mm -hmm. up. But nobody is going to die right? No. just because I'm not physically available eight hours a day for the next 10 days. And, and honestly, at the end of the 10 days, you and your parents and the rest of your family are going to have awesome memories. Right. And that you, you can't, you can't ever get those from. Right. Work is work. I mean, I love work. You know me and, and you yeah. too. You and I both love what we do. We have a huge passion for helping people and we love what we do, but it also does not dictate the way we run our 
the rest of our lives. Right. I think actually, I think we feel the we feel the same way about the rest of our lives. We have a, a passion and we're driven about the rest of our lives too. It doesn't right. just stay in work, but work is not, it's not everything. Well, so. I gotta tell you. So I was on a meeting this morning um, and it, it started at like 7.30, but it was, a, it was a client meeting and there were a couple of clients on and I'm watching my son's CGM app on my phone. And this is his continuous glucose monitor. And he's down at 45 with two double arrows going down. Is that bad? Now, is 45 is that, bad? What are you supposed to be at? You should, you should be at like 150. <gasps> and I'm looking at this going, not only are you dangerously low, close to coma level, the time that this is right now, you're driving my daughter to school. <gasps> you're driving. So I'm sitting there on a Zoom call. Oh my God. Trying to text my daughter to say he's dropping dangerously low. Are you in the car? So she she responds, yes. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, you need to find a parking lot and have him pull over. Because when you're that low, you're not you're not all with it. Right. Like it's a dangerous situation. And so he said, well, I just ate a granola bar. And I said, no, you need like pure sugar. And he always carries these Gatorade chews with him. And literally, I was like, pull over. I don't care if you're late to class, pull over. And you need to get the, and he puts his uh, bag in the trunk. Oh, like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. So oh. She gets him the chews. He's back, but it takes about like 20 minutes for your blood sugar to come back up. Right? Wow. For, for the sugar to get into your bloodstream. And that was 20 minutes. I'm on this client call. I'm handling that call. I closed the deal. They retained me. Oh my right? God. And saved your son's life. All in, but, <laughs> all in one morning. One, wait, wait, put your cape on. Put your cape like on, me? woman. <laughs> and literally, I was just thinking, you know, we can do that as moms. We multitask the heck out of a lot of situations. Oh, my God. And it's not good. And I don't recommend it. Mm -hmm. But when when that was needed, I mean, I was terrified. I, I can't even believe you were able to hold it all together. Terrified. Yeah. I God bless you, because I probably would have said, guys, I got to go because <laughs> I I don't know. Well, you know what? You've been dealing with this for a long time. He's he was diagnosed when he was young, right? He was ten, yeah. Yeah. So you so eight years. I mean, you know, and the fact is, he's so good about it that I never have to deal with this stuff. He's always got it under control. Really good he's for him. So good. He's such an independent kid. But then the one time it happens, I was in a panic. I'm sure he was fine. Yeah. Right. Because he's like, I know how I feel. I know. But at the same point, I'm like, I'm looking at numbers yeah. that are in the low 40s. There is no way that you you should be behind the wheel right now. There's no way. Yeah. I, I mean, for his own safety, for my daughter's safety, for everyone else, traffic, everyone yeah, else's traffic safety. on the road <laughs> and, and wow. these things, they never happen. But when they do happen, it makes you realize, wow, he should have glucose within reach of his hand oh, it yeah. shouldn't be in the trunk yeah. right it's always with him but he puts his backpack in the trunk oh yeah because oh. he oh and 
Uh, well, okay. So basically you, you saved lives and closed a deal. Just saying. <laughs> there you go. All in the day of the life. Working women. That's exactly, that's a definition right. of it. Sorry. Right. That's exactly the way it rolls. Well, I'm going to need a really large drink tonight, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Aisha. Thank you so much for sharing, you know, a lot of personal stuff today about what the heck is going on in our lives, as well as running businesses and taking care of everything. And I'm so glad everybody else joined us, too. And I love getting together and laughing and sharing with everybody. And I hope you liked everything that we talked about today and how we're sharing our lives every week. And we want to hear from you, too. We find that talking to each other is quite therapeutic. And you can email us at info at smartboss.media. Please send us questions, comments, and make sure you uh, subscribe to our podcast. All right, Aisha, till next time. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Life Unedited, Working Women, a production of Smart Boss Media. We'd love to hear from you, and we'd like even more to help your business grow. If you have any questions or want to contact any of the folks on this podcast, you can just email us at info at smartboss.media. Also at smartboss.media, you'll find any resources and links that go along with this podcast. And you can find links to other podcasts and resources for entrepreneurs and learn how Smart Boss Media can help you get your business podcast launched and listened to like this one is. It's your one stop for information to help you listen, create and thrive as an entrepreneur. Visit smartboss.media.